Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today, we want to do a little bit of a deeper dive into the European, uh, doing business in Europe and Russia and and just the style and some of the sales techniques that people use because it is different. I think one of the things that I've learned uh, with my international travels is that you have to do some adaptation. I mean, you know, people uh, work differently in different countries. Uh, Just (laughs) one of the funny things was it was a Friday afternoon. It was lunchtime. And we're walking by this pub that is packed with people. And it, you know, it's a beautiful summer day in London. And I looked at my partner, Mike and Henry, and I said, why is the pub so packed? And he goes, cause it's summer and it's Friday. And I'm like, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. It's like, uh, welcome to London, Andy, you know, welcome to the UK. So there are definitely differences, the way people do business and the way people act. So uh, you found that in your travels too, right, Jessica? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's very interesting too, right? I think every country has different um, kind of cultural things when it comes to doing business, different communication patterns. And, you know, it's definitely some things you have to be aware of if you're going to be negotiating or doing business in a foreign country. But there's also a lot of interesting things that you can learn throughout your travels. So I know we have a few people that have talked about, like, you know, what types of sales skills you really need to negotiate specifically in the UK that are on today. Yeah, we talked to David Pierce. David is a great guy. He's been, uh, he gave a great presentation at our uh, UK uh, summit that we had on July 4th. And David is a sales skills expert. And I said, David, you got to come on and talk a little bit about what it takes to get deals done uh, in the UK. I mean, there are particulars that people uh, do and we also have a, another guest Nada and she's talking about uh, some of the things that she does to uh, help sellers get ready to sell and and it is a little bit more difficult I mean um, Brits for the most part are uh, you know they don't like uh, the American way of telling huge stories and generalizations they like to be uh, very short and sweet in their in their communications. Uh, they want to be relaxed. There's a bunch of things that we see uh, that we've, you know, working with our UK partners that they tell us that there's little differences uh, that they expect uh, when negotiating. Right. And I think, um, you know, a point you brought up is it's really important to either do some research ahead of time or have a really good partner going into some of these communications and business dealings because it varies drastically, right? The UK is, um, you know, just across the border from Europe and every European country has a little bit of a different way of negotiating or doing business. You know, I think 
Germans and Russians are, are similar to um, the British where they, they're very direct and they don't have a lot of that storytelling, ta- but you get into Italy and Spain and people tend to be very verbose and want to talk about stories and, you know, be very expressive. They also talk a lot about in the Nordic countries that people are very friendly and they want to get to know you on a human level. So business negotiations can include stories about your family and vacations and things like that. And the French are still pretty direct, right? So they're not going to really want to have those type of conversations, but they're going to be more prepared for like a vigorous and logical debate in the negotiations. Yeah. And they're very patriotic and they like to use the French language. And so even though, I mean, we were in Paris and, uh, you know, I remarked to you, you, I, I took French in my early years in high school. And uh, I was so prepared to try my really bad French and everybody speaks English in Paris. I mean, as soon as you start, you know, you look dumbfounded when they speak to you in French, all of a sudden they'll start speaking in English, but not everybody, right? And they, they like when you try to speak French. Yeah, yeah, especially, I mean, they're just very patriotic and they like to, especially in business dealings, communicate and express themselves in their native language, which makes sense, right? Everybody's, I think, more confident in their first language. So I think it's just all these little nuances that, yeah, and it's not going to tank a business deal if you're not aware of it, but it's definitely going to show that you're a little bit unprepared for the negotiation style and these international dealings. And you might also miss a pretty good point. Um, So it's pretty easy easy to do some research on it. But again, like we talked about, Andy, good partners could be key in some of these international business deals. Yeah. Good partners are, are essential. And in, again, if you want to go to the uh, UK or Europe uh, and you want to launch a business there or franchise, uh, you know, Transworld could absolutely help you. We have local people on the ground that can help you. Uh, again, our partners are experienced business people uh, that have been involved in their communities for a long time and and understand the, you know, the little idiosyncrasies of the laws. There are uh, labor laws. We were talking about the different labor laws in different countries uh, that, you know, even in business brokerage, when we have historically all c- uh, commission, there are some countries that, you know, require a minimum salary. So there's a lot of things that are different uh, that we had to deal with, but we, you know, we see it in these business dealings. And today we also have two deals of the week and two listings of the week, because we specifically want to show you what some of the deals look like in the UK and France and, you know, and we have one from Tom Lana, uh, where we sold an Italian business to an American. So another cross-border deal, a technology deal, very interesting deal. So we have a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And again, these international shows are meant to help educate business owners. The economy is now global and thinking global and thinking about either selling a business internationally or buying a business internationally is just one really way you can accelerate your growth as a business owner. Yeah. And we have a lot of lessons in that too. And, you know, we even had to deal with the, uh, uh, GDR, uh, What's it called? The GDPR. Oh my God. I mean, just talk about the privacy rules that are now in place uh, or in in the UK and uh, GDPR is a very serious. And I could see this is going to come, you know, worldwide where these privacy issues on the internet of, of, of how companies handle personal data. Uh, it is pretty onerous. Yeah. And, but 
again, like you said, this is, it's good to educate yourself about it and learn about it as a business owner because it's probably not that far away when we're looking at something similar in other countries and other markets across the globe. Yeah. And we see, again, we we talk about some of the franchise uh, companies. Uh, You know, we have a very famous sandwich company uh, that shall remain nameless that uh, we, we have a lot of deals for sale. Uh, over there. Uh, and we, we do interview uh, uh, Nilesh, who is like a specialist in the sub uh, franchise that he deals with. And Nilesh Watwani uh, has some insights into that. Uh, we also talked to uh, Ken Gorman. And I don't know if he brought this up, but one of the things he's helping a chicken franchise, I think he sold like 20 of them. He's helping them expand, right? Right. So uh, a chicken franchise uh, from the United States, uh, that wants to expand into the UK and they are killing it. I mean, opening up, uh, opening up unit after unit. Uh, so, uh, the, you know, there's a lot of things that we can help people do. And, and, and listen, if you're sitting here in the United States, don't turn it off because there's just general business lessons. Right. Right. But I think this builds on, I think this is now our third international show. So it builds on some of the knowledge that we've already laid in the more general international shows. And this gets very specific about how to do business in the UK or France and what type of opportunities. So let's jump into it and hope you enjoy. Let's do it. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098. Hey, we're back and we're with Nada Sala from Transworld Business Advisors of Southwest London. That's right. That is correct. And uh, we, you know, we're talking about a lot of things today. But one of the things we're talking about is uh, Ken and now they're very successful. They have a lot of listings. They sell a lot of deals. So, you know, obviously it's a good business climate, but you still you we were just talking before this that you still have to help people move things along. That's right. Yes. Yeah, like we've, we've seen that there's the most of our deals um, started stalling a bit. And um, and then we, we tried to catch up with our sellers and asking them to drop their rise if we did not achieve anything within the them it's like if we if it didn't score in the first eight weeks to three months uh, uh, period then we ask them to drop their prices down um, or reconsider it's like try to um, relist them again with the lower asking price does that make sense yeah no that makes a lot of sense what happens is you know as you said as you're seeing now in the marketplaces you know the buyer's will will come and you know a lot of buyers will buy a business it just depends on the price so you have to test the marketplace constantly by bringing down the price so that you and Ken are very successful at that that's great yeah so sometimes we keep we keep educating uh, uh, i mean most of the times we keep educating our sellers that um, um, they're they're not going to get the listing price that they were hoping for. We try to maximize um, their profit in terms of like, okay, if we've achieved something um, um, 20% less than the asking price, then um, we, I mean, this is likely the better, the best option that they can get. Yeah, it, it is negotiation. We do tell people that all the time. And so if you're getting an offer 
within about 20% of your asking price. That is something, you know, as we said before, that you definitely want to highly consider. Right. So, so uh, why don't you give us a little bit more, uh, you know, how to contact you if somebody wants to buy or sell a business in Southwest London? So we keep telling everybody, um, uh, just um, go into Transworld Business Advisors and uh, search us by location. And um, I guess, yeah. That's the best way. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on today, Nada. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Great to see you here. Hey, Andy, do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Yes, we're back with deal of the week. And again, we have Tom Milana, who just sold a very interesting deal, uh, cross-border deal, international deals. So we certainly wanted to highlight our abilities to sell deals anywhere in the world. So, Tom, welcome. Thank you, Andy. Nice to be here once again. Yeah. So tell tell us about this deal. It's very interesting. Well, like you said, Andy, uh, you know, we've sold plenty of businesses to foreign buyers here in the United States, but this is actually our first sale of an international seller uh, to an American buyer. Uh, um, this was an e-commerce business owned by a Roman corporation, uh, Rome, Italy, uh, in which he owned 10 websites uh, that were selling digital media services and, and online products uh, uh, within the photography industry. Oh, that's great. And so, yeah, and it was interesting, right? So as uh, we were getting buyers from all over the world, so what did it eventually sell for? Right, so the business itself has only been around for about a year, and within one year they had gross sales of about $1.2 million. Um, we ended up selling the business, like I said, to an American buyer, although we did get buyers from all over the world looking at it and it ended up selling for $265,000 cash, um, in, in about a six month period. And it, was it a strategic buyer or somebody, you know, it was an American buyer who just fell in love with the industry and, and the whole, and, uh, was able to see that it was a global company. The, the sales of the business were being generated by buyers from all over the world, although about 60% of the customers were here in the U.S. All right. Great. Great deal. Good deals for good people again. So thanks for coming on. Thank you, Andy. Hey, we're back and we're back with Listing of the Week. And we have Ken Orman of our Transworld Business Advisors of London Southwest office uh, here to tell us about a really good deal if you happen to be in the UK. Thank you, Andy. Uh, great to be here. Uh, this is an interesting one. This is actually, uh, to us, demonstrates the power of drop letters. We actually dropped into it. Is it just a baker? Uh, and we went out to see him, and it's, it was a really nice bakery shop, but, but just a typical bakery shop with sandwiches and breads and stuff. And we went into, he took us behind, and, and lo and behold, right behind this is, is a giant warehouse uh, manufacturing facility where they they cooking and prep and all that, and there were eight vans parked outside. And it turns out uh, this, this simple baker who has two shops is doing delivery and catering and all that. And um, turning over about $4 million a year with about $900,000 in discretionary earnings. So you can imagine our, our jaw dropped and we got the listing and, um, and uh, we're now um, have it on the market for about uh, three and a half million dollars. 
and we already have several um, investors very interested. And, and of course, it was just recently Valentine's Day, and he, uh, we were out there uh, getting some details for the um, IM and stuff, and he gave us a, a cake for our wives. It was just one of the best cakes I've ever eaten. So this is going to be a great project, so we're really looking forward to it. Well, it sounds like a great deal, and uh, sounds like you already have a lot of interest. But if uh, people want to get in touch with you and uh, perhaps inquire, how best to get in touch with you? So my email address is kgorman, G-O-R-M-A-N, at tworlduk.com. And my phone number is country code 447-808-403-444. Well, it sounds like a great deal. Great talking to you today. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, you too, Andy. Thank you. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Hey, we're back with Listing of the Week, and we have David Pierce from Transworld Business Advisors of London, and he's got a top franchise that he's trying to sell. So, David, take it away. Tell us a little bit more about it. Okay, so I've got a, a, a leading sandwich shop brand uh, franchise to sell uh, on behalf of the owner. It's a really top business, which we just reduced the price of to 100,000 UK pounds. It's in a very, very busy uh, high street location with, with parking as well. There's, there's no refurbishment required on, the, on this shop, which is a, a common feature of these, these stores, until 2025. Mm. So no big spend required. It's a profitable business. It's been run by the same owner for uh, eight years now. And the only reason the owner is selling is because he actually works in a corporate position for, for this business at their head office. And he can't really devote the time or attention to work in the store and develop and market it the way he would like to because he's focusing on his corporate role. So it's a great, uh, great opportunity to get into a, probably one of the best known sandwich shop brands in the UK. It's a profitable business. It's going to return it's going to return some good numbers to a new owner as long as they can get involved, get, in, get involved in the marketing and, and grow the business. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, and it sounds like you'll have a friend at corporate too. So uh, what's the price they're asking right now? Yeah, so it's, it's just been, it was up, it was up for 110000 plus stock, which is not very much. Uh, it's just been reduced to £100,000. Great. So David, uh, how best to get in touch with you if someone wants to know more? So you can email me at d.pierce at tworlduk. Uh, or give me a call on 07856-651-835. Great. Thanks for coming in. Hey, we're back, and I have a very special guest, David Pierce from Transworld Business Advisors of London. And David is a, a longtime business executive from the franchising industry, but uh, he did a presentation on sales that was absolutely spectacular. And I wanted him to talk a little bit about you know, some of his favorite thoughts about sales skills. So, David, welcome. Thank you, Andy. It's really good to be here, and uh, thank you for asking to, uh, to speak to me. So, yeah, we did, a, we did a presentation last year on sales skills, uh, an area that I've been involved in for, for many years, quite passionate about sort of the whole sort of psychology of sales. And in, in terms of what does that sort of mean, it, it, it means a lot of things to a lot of different people, but my, my sort of takeaway uh, if I can, if I can give you one, really is uh, people like to do business with people they like and trust, but you can't fake that. You, you've got to be genuine with people, but you've got to be able to build trust. You got, you know, trust is is earned. You've got to, you've got to do that. My my sort of take on that would be to really engage with people. If you're trying to do business with them, 
really engage with them, get to know them, ask them some really good questions. That's my biggest sort of takeaway is get some great questions and don't just ask one. The, the sort of skill they, they talk about peeling the onion, I think, and it's a bit like that when you're trying to get to know someone, trying to get to understand their business, what makes them tick. Ask them a question, ask, ask them a follow-up question, ask them a repeat question, and, and, and also sort of recite back to them. So, so you said that, you know, you said that, you did this. Oh, great, you know, but really let them tell you what, that, what it is that they want to do, what they want to get out of the meeting, whatever. Don't just talk at them, which most, most sort of salespeople tend to do a lot of. Yeah, we were, we were talking about listening skills today. And, and uh, so is there any kind of unique things that uh, me being from the United States and coming here to do business, and certainly London is a, a, a town with so many different kind of ethnicities and people from different countries. Uh, but if they want to do business, perhaps in the typical uh, British way, what, what are some tips that you could give people? Yeah, that's a great question, Andy. And I think the difference, I've, I've done some work over in the States and I've done a lot of work over here in the in the UK. And I think by nature, us Brits are pretty cynical and a little bit skeptical. Uh, so, so one of the skills that anyone needs to do to do business in the UK is to is to get to that point where we remove that initial skepticism. And I think that's demonstrating that you sort of, you are genuinely interested in them, their business, and you and you have something that's going to be of use or benefit to them. And I think the other thing is, if you if you don't have something that's gonna work or you haven't got the right products or service, be be bold enough to say, hey, we can't help you. We, we can't do business with you. We, yeah, we sure. don't have what you need, but I can probably help you to find someone who does have that. Again, we make the mistake sometimes of just saying, well, I've got something to sell, I'm gonna just sell it. It's gotta be the right fit. Otherwise, if you do end up selling it because you're such a good salesperson, you're gonna get, the, the, the buyer's gonna get buyer's remorse. And they're going to resent the fact that they they bought that from you, and that means no more business, no referrals. So it's got to be a genuine sale and, and, a, and a genuine sort of uh, approach to to that. And I suppose authenticity is the word uh, that Brits like. Uh, people being authentic with them, and 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 if they say you say what they mean, and then if they're going to do something, then then do it. That's yeah. probably my thoughts. Yeah, on no, that. listen, all those things are pretty universal, but uh, certainly with uh, you know Brits that they want to be. Uh, talk to in a straightforward and understanding manner. And, you know, you got to become a trusted advisor like Kira Transworld. So if someone wanted to get in touch with you to do some business here in uh, London and uh, get settled or sell a business, how best to get in touch with you? Uh, the, the Transworld email, it's d.pierce at transworld, tworlduk.com. Uh, or my mobile number, my cell phone number is 07856-651-835. Great. Thanks for coming in today, David. Hey, Andy, do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Hey, we're back and we're talking deal of the week. And I have a very special guest. I have Nilesh Watwani from Transworld Business Advisors of Gatwick. And uh, Nilesh does specialize in a certain sub-franchise that um, perhaps shall remain nameless, but I think I just gave it away. And uh, Nilesh just closed on his latest one. And Nilesh, welcome. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the deal? Thank you very much, Andy. Um, as, of course, uh, it's a sub-franchise sales. Yeah. Um, no names to be taken over here. Um, it's, it's, it's a very good example of building a relationship uh, with, uh, with the company itself, with the people itself. So when I... 
I got a reference from a seller who, of course, owned this franchise. And he referred me to um, the main uh, company, the, sure. the DA of that area. And uh, from there, uh, the journey started and I started getting a lot of references, uh, a lot of good listings, especially the franchise listings. And um, I, was, I, was, I was struggling to find one or two uh, buyers for that particular location uh, because that location wasn't that much in demand. But here, the relationship um, or maintaining the relationship with the DA worked. Out of the blue, one of the guy inquired about through their office and they recommended me. Um, and when I met the buyer, uh, this, this buyer recommendation was actually by the office itself. Uh, he put a proposal forward. Luckily, it was accepted by our seller and the deal went on. But the biggest uh, take from this deal was uh, that maintaining relationship and maintaining uh, the contacts with your sellers, with your buyer or with the people who give references pays off. It took me a year, but it paid off in the end. Yeah. So that's it's a great example of you know, making, working with everybody in a franchise system to try to get deals done. And, you know, obviously we work, we're a franchise ourselves here at Transworld and we work with a lot of franchise resales. So, uh, Nilesh, why don't you give us a little bit, a little bit more about, um, about this franchise system that's very famous, but, you know, if franchises necessarily, these, this franchise is good for a first time buyer because they have a lot of great support, right? Uh, yes. I mean, if you see most of the franchise, uh, uh, you get a lot of support uh, from them. And especially this is a very, very well-known brand. So they, they, they technically they hold your finger throughout the whole process and they, they teach you in and out of that business. And that is the reason uh, it's more sellable. It's, it's more, uh, of course, uh, there's, it's a demand of it as well. And definitely uh, for the first time buyers, this becomes a major, major plus point. So uh, if you're in the UK and you want to buy a franchise, uh, specifically a food franchise or any kind of franchise, uh, or you want to sell one, Nilesh, uh, how best can someone get in touch with you? Uh, the best to get in touch with me is uh, through my email. It's nwadhwani at tworlduk.com. And we'll put that in the notes. So uh, Thank if you, you. Thank if you, you don't much. know how to spell that, we'll get that there. Thanks so much for coming in today. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for tuning into our show today. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review. If you have questions or suggestions for the show, visit us at tworld slash the deal board or email us at the deal board at tworld.com. Com. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.